And I remember a time, um, gosh, honey, uh, many, several years ago, Annika was in her teen years. She was in a stage where she was doing some, making some tough choices and within things we didn't really agree with. And you had an opportunity to go on a, I think it was about a three day trip for Mm -hmm. work. And I really wanted to support you and I wanted to be excited, but underneath, Uh, I was really, (laughs) I was feeling some of that dread. I was feeling some fear because I, I felt kind of insecure. Welcome to the blended family coaching show where you'll discover how to move your step family from just surviving to truly thriving. Grab your headphones and listen in as we share practical real-life strategies for building healthy bonds. Understanding the kids' perspective. Romance and partnership. Parenting with great teamwork. And yes, even co-parenting with a difficult ex. We're Mike and Kim Anderson, and we believe with the right tools, every step couple can overcome the common challenges of stepfamily life. Join us for authentic and sometimes comical conversations to discover how you can lead your family with confidence and create the future you really want. Well, hey, welcome and thanks so much for joining us. We are always delighted to be connecting with you each week. Uh, You know what? It is about the time that spring break is coming Mm, up uh, for many of us across North America. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But before we jump into that, we just want to remind you, Mm -hmm. we would love it if you would subscribe to our podcast, maybe leave a rating and maybe even a review. And remember, we're trying to get to 50 ratings by the end of March. And would you help us to do that? Just scroll down, click the star rating that you think best fits uh, this podcast, and that'll really help us out. We really appreciate it. It helps other couples to be able to find us. Exactly. Boosts us up. Starts to make us known in the podcast world. (laughs) We're learning all about the podcast world. Thank you for that. Well, hey, what's the big deal about spring break? Well, it can mean a lot of things. Not just spring break, but any Any, extended break, summer, winter vacation. For a lot of us step parents, what it really means is that we might have some extended time alone Mm -hmm. with our stepkids. We we hear this story from stepmoms, especially, um, who might be hanging out at home but with the kids, bio dad is going to work and stepmom's there all day, which is can be unusual because usually kids are in, in school and that kind of thing. And that brings up all kinds of emotions. Yeah. And, you know, what we really want, at least I know that I've hit some times when I've been alone with my stepdaughter. And what I really want is to enjoy that time with her. I want to really enjoy her. And connect. Um, I'd love to look forward to it with anticipation and excitement. You know, I want to imagine that we're going to play games and laugh, maybe jam out to some fun music, dance around a little bit. But you know what? Honestly, it's not always like that. And we don't really Mm -hmm. like to talk about the fact that it's not always like that. A lot of times we feel differently going into these extended times alone Mm -hmm. with our stepkids. We feel fear, maybe some frustration or or hesitation, or sometimes we just feel plain old dread heading in. And I remember a time... um, Gosh, honey, uh, many, several years ago, Annika was in her teen years. She was in a stage where she was doing some, making some tough choices and within things we didn't really agree with. And you had an opportunity to go on a, I think it was about a three day trip Mm -hmm. for work. And I really wanted to support you and I wanted to be excited, but underneath, 
Yeah, what were you um, I was really, really feeling? <laughs> I was feeling some of that dread. I was feeling some fear because I, I felt kind of insecure. I also know that we were focused on you being the primary parent, yeah. which we've learned from a lot yeah. of the experts that that's really important. Mm-hmm. I, was, um, I was the disciplinarian. Yeah. And so uh, I was kind of in that place of, well, how are, how are we going to make all juggle all this, make all this happen while you're away in an appropriate way that doesn't sabotage the relationship that I had been building with yeah, Annika. Yeah, the bonds, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think I'm alone in that. No. I, I kind of heard the opposite uh, story recently on a forum for step parents where one stepmom said, you know, I just found out that my 13-year-old stepdaughter is headed off to her bio moms for the summer. And I actually kind of feel excited about it. Does that make me a really bad person? And I was like, oh man, I know that feeling, like the culture and everyone around us is telling us, oh, it should be simple. It should be easy. We should just, you know, love our stepkids and, and everything will be just fine. But for those of us who are step parents, we know uh, it can be a lot more complicated. So she than was that. actually feeling some relief that yeah, her stepchild yeah. wasn't coming to wasn't, their home. Yeah, for exactly. Summer. Yeah, and so I, I know I'm yeah. not alone in this in this feeling. And I also I th- I don't think I'm alone feeling like I, I don't know if I should be feeling that way. Yeah. And 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 so this is hard to talk about. But the truth is, we want to be successful in the way that we're building mm-hmm. bonds and the way that we're building relationships. And so we have to be thoughtful and we have to be intentional about how we enter this time with our stepkids, whether things are going really well or whether things are rocky right now. And so we want to talk about this because I think over this, over this springtime, many step parents are going to be spending some extended alone time with their stepkids and we want to do this really well. Yeah. Or even preparing for them for the summer mindset. Exactly. And this can be even more challenging if you are not the custodial home mm-hmm. and your stepchild only comes once or twice a year. Maybe yeah. they live out of state. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you may be dealing with a stepchild that you don't know that well. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're there with them all day. Sure. Um, and that, that adds <sighs> the complication of transition mm-hmm. and getting used to different routines and all these things come yeah. into play. And, and so we, we enter into this and sometimes we go in with a good attitude and sometimes not so much of a great attitude, yeah. right? <laughs> and when we, when we go in there, our attitude going in really can impact how things are going to go. If we start out just going, oh, this is going to be awful and we're focused on our fear and our dread, we're probably going to have a rough time. We probably are. There's a great, yeah, great we've set quote this around that. If you think you're going to fail, you, you're you will. going to yeah. fail. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But instead, if we start out with some hope and some confidence, that could completely change yeah. our experience right out of the gate. And so we want to give you a few ideas of how you can actually walk in with more hope and confidence rather than fear and dread. That's right. So today we're going to talk about three things when it comes to this extended alone time with stepkids that's going to help you with that confidence mm-hmm. and that hope mm-hmm. and hopefully make a big difference in how things go. We really totally. want this to be a great bonding experience, not just something you have mm. to get through somehow. Yeah. So does that mean that bio parents can just check out right now? No, no. This okay. is a two-person job. <laughs> that's this, right. This is going to take uh, cooperation with the bio parent, and you'll see why in a minute. So yeah. hang in there, bio parents, because this is a two-person job. Yeah, totally. Now, the first thing we want to tackle is what do we do to prepare? What do we do mm-hmm. beforehand um, to make sure that we're we're ready for this? Yep. The second thing we're going to talk about today is what can you do 
during that time when the challenges hit, <laughs> how do you cope and deal with it? Yep. And then the third thing we're going to cover is what do we do afterwards? Perfect. How do we keep learning and growing? Great. Right, before, so during, and after. Before, during, and I after. Love it. So let's talk about the before, the prep time. And that's why we're airing this so early so that you have lots of time to yeah. prepare yourself for spring break and for summer that's also right around the corner. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you want to do is get out a pad of paper and start planning some fun activities mm-hmm. and write them down so that in the heat of the moment when kids are bored, when you're tired, you can go to your list of activities and, oh, yeah, that's right. I we, love that we're starting on the positive note. We are. Yeah, we what, are. What kind we of wanna, fun stuff can we, we want to go in this mm-hmm. with a with a positive attitude. So brainstorm um, with your with your spouse. What do these kids love? Mm-hmm. What are they into right now? Kids are constantly changing. You know, if you've got a kid that's into space travel, mm-hmm. what kind of things do you want to do with that child? Do you go wanna, on a rocket ship? Well, you could get one of those <laughs> one of those model rockets that we oh, bought at the, oh, yeah, I love those. at the hobby store sure. for they were like under twenty bucks and those entertain totally. the kids for hours. Or you could find a great documentary on space mm. travel that the kids you can watch together and have popcorn and build mm-hmm. a tent and make it really fun and adventurous. Mm. Are they into dinosaurs? Do they love water play? Mm. Um, roller skating. There's all kinds of fun things. You know, if they love arcade games, go to the arcade yeah. and, and have a ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then things you can do at home, of course, baking and cooking and crafts and puzzles, mm-hmm. sidewalk chalk, bubbles. I mean, you can mm-hmm. just really brainstorm. What are these kids going to enjoy doing? What are some small outings? Maybe yeah. it's the zoo. Maybe it's a park. Even even teens sometimes. Just oh, yeah. simple like our, our daughter right now, our middle daughter is 17 years old. And she loves to play cards. Yeah. So going to the coffee shop and playing cards, mm-hmm. you know, pre-planning some of those yeah, things. Yeah, our kids mm-hmm. also love to to bowl and roller skate. Yep. I mean, those are simple activities you can do, totally. but have some for away activities and then another list of things you can do in the home. So the next thing we want to do in preparation for this time is to really anticipate what are some of the tension points that mm. tend to happen mm-hmm. or some of the predictable misbehaviors of yeah, the kids. Because kids, kids are pretty yeah, predictable, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, we kind of see those typical those typical things that happen and just start brainstorming some of the ways that you you have experienced the kids, you know, kind of bending the rules or trying to get away with stuff or just things that are really irritating to you. Frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just any tension, tension points, points that mm-hmm. you that you can think of. It could be, you know, all kinds of different things that, that take place in your home, but you want to be aware of them. And you want to write them down so that you and your spouse can talk Mm -hmm. through how you're going to handle those. Now, normally when these tension points pop up, it's the bio parent that would step in and do the discipline because the bio parent holds the primary authority. And we talk about that and what the different roles are between Mm -hmm. a bio parent and a step parent in a, in a blog called how to parent as a team and steer clear of power struggles. And of course we'll link to that in the show notes, but you know, all the experts say Mm -hmm. that really the primary authority needs to land with the bio parent. Yeah. And we did that. I was always the bad cop, the one that was disciplining my child so that you could build connection with her. Sure. 
But the thing is, we're talking about spring break. We're <laughs> yeah. talking about bio dad going to work and stepmom being yeah. home alone or Changes. bio mom taking off for a trip and stepdad yeah. being home alone. So what? The kids so just get to kids, do what they want. Yeah. <laughs> we can't just yeah. let them run amok, right? It's not going to happen. Talk about tension points. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh. So what we want to talk a little bit about is how do we end up transferring some of that power and authority from the bio parent over to the step parent. And mm-hmm. this is key because this helps protect all the relationships in the home. Yeah. One expert named Ron Deal in his book called The Smart Step Family calls this the transfer of mm-hmm. power. It's like passing the baton. Yeah. And so in a, a transfer of power, it's sort of like um, hiring a babysitter. Yeah. You know, we used to hire babysitters and we would say, okay, we're, go- we're going out for date night, babysitters in charge. And the kids knew that the the babysitter had some level of authority mm-hmm. now to enforce the house rules, but they also knew that the ultimate authority stayed with us, the parents. Yeah. And if they chose to misbehave, then the real consequences were going to come from us yeah. when we got home. So it's a little bit like that. We're going to use this list that you've just made, mm-hmm. talking about what those tension points yeah. look like. And we're going to talk very plainly and clearly with the kids. So again, let's just kind of stick with this uh, story that dad's going to work Mm -hmm. and stepmom is home with the kids Mm -hmm. over this spring break throughout each day. So each morning or maybe the night before, dad might sit down with the kids and, hey, listen, your stepmom's going to be in charge while I'm gone all day tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And here's what I expect. Yep. Okay. And there's going to be two things that you're going to talk about as far as your expectations. First, it's going to be the boundaries of what they should not do. Second, it's going to be any instructions you have for them of what they should do. Mm -hmm. And all of this, you as a couple have already discussed when you were talking about those tension points. Yeah, whatever the tension points were. Yeah. So here's an example. Maybe if you're setting some boundaries, maybe jumping on the furniture drives stepmom nuts, right? (laughs) She just gets really irritated with that. And the kids have a tendency to like to jump on the furniture. that's one of the So that might be something dad needs to clarify. Okay, stepmom's going to be in charge and here's what I expect. Don't jump on the furniture, okay? Don't leave your dirty dishes laying around. (laughs) And you know what? I'm going to ask you to stick to only an hour on your Xbox. Or you might have some instructions as well of what to do. I expect you to get your chores done. Mm -hmm. I expect you to be respectful. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I actually expect everybody to have a little fun. Yeah, have week. good attitudes. Yeah, totally. You know, we don't have to be really hard-nosed about no. it or anything like that. It's really simple. Okay, I'm going to just go over it one more time. Stepmom's going to be in charge today while I'm at work. And I expect you not to jump on the furniture. Don't leave your dirty dishes laying around. And you only get an hour on your electronics. Whatever it is. Okay? Yep. I also expect you to get your chores done. You need to be respectful. And you know what? Have a little fun. It's going to be a great day. Yeah. And the whole point of this is that the kids see that the bio parent is in charge. Yep. It's their authority. They're giving the instruction. Yeah. And then the stepmom is free to be have that responsibility lifted off. Yeah. So in those times when I was alone with Annika, Mm -hmm. we did this transfer of power a lot. And I got to live on your power. Mm -hmm. And that actually protected my relationship with Annika. Because I could just always lean on... Well, but that's what mom said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Remember what, yeah. What yeah, dad it's said mom's fault. Yeah, yeah and exactly. she's really mean, isn't she? No, no I never said that. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Don't not. say that. Don't say that. <laughs> but so, the, yeah, it's really for the child. It's mm-hmm. so the child knows, oh, 
my mm-hmm. bio parent is giving me this instruction. It's not exactly. coming from step parent who's there all day. Exactly. All right. So this is all stuff we're doing before we ever get mm-hmm. to this alone time. We're going to pre-plan fun activities. We're going to uh, anticipate those regular the tensions tension that we know that are going to come up. And then we're going to do this transfer of power that moves the authority or power from the bio parent yes. and, and loans it to the step parent. Yep. And we're going to be really clear about yeah. what those boundaries are and, and what the instructions are to be given. So mm-hmm. what else do we need to do before we get to that time? Well, we also need to pre-plan some me time mm. for the step parent yeah. because this is hard. This yep. is tough and it's going to be a little bit emotionally weighty or tiring. Sure. So you want to definitely have some plans in place for self-care. Mm-hmm. What does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. What kind of breaks do you need? Maybe when, you know, bio parent gets home that night, you need to take off and spend some time with friends or go take a bubble bath or whatever it is that recharges your batteries mm. because you don't want to burn out. That's right. Right. We don't want to burn out. And maybe you even plan something to look forward to after spring break mm, sure. that you and your partner can do together yeah. to connect or that you need to go do on your own so that you can just regroup, yeah. refresh, and recover. Awesome. Because this can be tough. Yeah. This yeah, can- that's really good. That can help you move all the way through that time. Mm-hmm. So let's let's move. Let's keep moving forward. Let's okay. talk about what are we going to do during that yes. time? Because chances are challenges are going to pop up. Yeah. Uh, as much planning as we like to do, uh, it, it might not actually make everything go just perfect, right. right? So first of all, we talked earlier about what kind of attitude we have going in. Let's do everything we can to stay upbeat. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Don't let your stepchild hijack you because yeah. their bad attitude doesn't need to dictate your attitude. That's actually. right. And, and really what we're trying to do during this time is this is a great opportunity to capitalize on connection. Mm-hmm. And we've just borrowed power. So that means power is all with the bio parent. That means I don't need to be in correction mode. I can stay in connection mode. Mm-hmm. Connection, but not correction, right? There's a, another great blog out there you might want to check out called How to Stay Clear and Focused as a Step Parent. Mm-hmm. And it talks all about connection, not correction. That's and we'll link one. to that in the show notes. But, you know, do some things that are going to help you stay upbeat and connect with your stepchild. Keep your favorite upbeat music on in the background. Music is really impactful for me. I love having good music on in the mm-hmm. background. Maybe you just need a chocolate bar, right? Yeah. Or in your case, honey, you'd probably need a coffee. Coffee, yeah. for sure. <laughs> a, a good coffee drink, right? Maybe give yourself a short time out if you need to. If you feel that tension or a negative attitude yeah. coming on. You might need a five or 10 minute time out to excuse yourself to the bathroom or something. Give yourself a pep talk. Yeah, totally. Pep talk, maybe, you know, meditate if that's Mm -hmm. what you do. If for me, it would be prayer. I would, I would need to just pray (laughs) that I can get through that. Um, but I want to focus on a positive truth about, uh, me, about our situation and maybe even a positive truth about my stepchild. Mm -hmm. And that's going to keep me upbeat because really a lot of this has everything to do with our attitude. If you can keep a really upbeat attitude, Mm -hmm. you'll likely disarm your stepchild. Yeah. Cause a lot of times kids want to push our buttons. (laughs) They want to see if they can get a reaction out of us. They want to see if they can kind of drag us down a bit. Sure. And so if if they can see that we're not going to fall for it, that regardless of what they choose to do, we're going to remain constant in our in our good attitude and our Mm -hmm. positive attitude. 
um, that can kind of disarm them a bit yeah. and make them think, huh, this isn't working, I guess. Uh, and, yeah. yeah, and when they're disarmed, there's a greater chance of connection. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we're going to keep a positive, upbeat mm-hmm. attitude. Regardless. But you know what? Sometimes we're going to run into trouble. Sometimes they're going to be in a, the kids are going to be in a bad mood or they're yeah. going to be a little disrespectful. We have, uh, if you missed episode 17, oh, yeah. it's all about dealing with disrespect and we would encourage you to go back there. Uh, we're going to highlight a couple of things right now because these are also important for when we're alone with our stepkids. Yeah. So, so yeah. let's talk about if you've got a stepchild that's just refusing to follow the instructions or the guidelines that the bio parent laid yeah. out for them. Yep. So let's just say that one of the instructions from bio parent was you need to get your chores done today. And you're left alone with your stepchild who is now refusing to do their chores. How do you respond to that? I mean, you can give gentle reminders, but you don't want to be a nag and you don't want to be forceful. So how do you respond? So mm-hmm. we're going to just give you an example of, of how you might respond to a child that's refusing to follow instructions. You might say something like, you know, I know you don't want to do your chores right now. And, you know, you might choose not to do them at all today. And it would really be a bummer if you end up with a bad consequence. But that's between you and your dad when he gets home. Mm. Now, I love that. And at the same time, for step parents, that can be really challenging. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we have the idea that we really need to make sure these things get done. The chores have to be done or else there's going to be some negative consequence for us or yeah. things are just not going to be right if we don't make it happen. That's... But we've got to ask ourselves, really, what's more important? Is them experiencing a consequence later and really learning a good life lesson? Is that important? Or is it for us to force them to get the chores done and then risk actually taking a backward step in the bond that we've been building? Right. It's not always about compliance. So we've got to be really wise. And, you know, what's the worst that could happen if the chores don't get done today? Well, maybe they get in trouble from bio parent when they get home. And and I will say this is something that spouses probably need to talk about ahead of time. You know, you want to have a a good talk with your spouse to say, you know what, this is kind of the approach that I want to take. And that might mean Johnny might not get his chores done today if Mm -hmm. he really refuses. But I think my bond with him is more important than the chores getting done before you get home from work. So what do you say? This is the approach that we take yeah, and, yeah. and get some, yeah. I mean, the last thing you want to do is enter into a power struggle with your stepchild. Sure. That's a no win situation and That's it right. is going to affect your bond if you get into a big power struggle Totally. and, and force a child to do something. Agreed. All right. So what about if uh, they take it to that next level and uh, you hear those dreaded words, you're not my mommy or you're not my daddy. Yeah. Man, those are those are really hurtful yeah, words. That can definitely be a next level. That's especially right. Especially if you're trying to remind them of what bio parent asked them to do. Sure. I, I would suggest that you first take a big, big deep breath mm-hmm. because it can be hurtful and emotions can be high. And we want to respond with a calm demeanor. Mm-hmm. And what you might say is, I know I'm not your dad or I'm not your mom. And really, I'm not trying to be. I do want to be someone in your life that you can count on. I want to help you be successful. And I know that all this can be really hard for you. So I just wanted to remind you about your dad's or your mom's expectations about your chores. Yeah. And you want to remember to keep your body lang- your body language really soft and your mm-hmm. tone of voice very neutral. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just let the child know that these are the expectations that was set by bio parent. I'm here for you if sure. you need me. Um, and I'm 
Yeah, yeah. you're right. And I'm, I'm not, not forcing your, you to yeah, be, and you know, you're right. I'm think not your mom, mom or, or dad. dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. All right. What if that escalates into <laughs> just blatant disrespect? Yeah. Sometimes kids can be really harsh. Yeah, 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 that's true. Well, the first thing we want to remember is don't take the bait. Mm-hmm. You know, again, they're trying to get you to engage in a power struggle. Yeah, don't do it. And that's a no-win <laughs> situation for either of you. Mm-hmm. Instead, stay focused on just keeping your cool and responding in a really calm manner with something like this. You know, I can see you're unhappy with me right now, and I get it. However, your dad reminded you earlier today that our family is all about respect, and he expects you to be respectful. That's not happening right now. So in order to do that, you're going to need to change how you're treating me right now, or we're going to need to just get some time apart for a bit. What do you think? Do you want to start over, or would it be better if... We took some time apart and you waited Mm. in your room until you're able to be respectful. Yeah, that's great. Pointing it back to the bio Mm -hmm. parent that, hey, these are their expectations. And then I love at the end there how you give a choice. Yeah. Hey, we can do one of two things. Either we start over or you go go to your room for a little while. Yeah, the bottom line is kids want some control in their life. Yep. And there's a lot of things going on that they don't have control over. So the more choices you can give, the better. Yeah. We, you know, we have even more tips back in episode 17. Again, we're going to link to that in the show notes. It's all about disrespect. So if that's an area where you need to improve, then definitely go check it out. You might want to listen to that right before your stepkids get there for spring break. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So those are the things we're doing during our time alone Mm -hmm. with stepkids. First, we're staying upbeat. Next, we're going to deal with some of the challenges as they come. You know, if they refuse to follow instructions or if they pull out the you're not my mom, you're not my dad card, or if they're just blatantly yeah. disrespectful. Those are some tips for that. Yeah. Oh, one more quick tip. Yeah. Try not to take it personally. Yeah. Remember, a lot of times it's the dynamics that are mm. causing the tensions, mm-hmm. not the people. Yeah. A lot of things are going to be directed towards a step parent because of the frustrations yeah. a child is feeling, but let it bounce off. Don't mm-hmm. take it personal. I, I would add one thing to that too. Remember that it's a season. Yeah. Uh, you know, things Annika's 24 now, and I don't know how many times she yelled and screamed at me, told me I wasn't her dad, mm-hmm. all the things that uh, came along with that. And yet at 24, we have a really good relationship yeah. and yeah. Uh, and I, I love that kid. She loves me um, and we've gotten through a lot of this stuff. So remember, it's just a season. It's a, yeah. it's a one point in time. Yeah, And don't yeah. expect this time alone to be perfect. It's That's okay right. if it's not perfect. That's right. You're right. still making progress. Yes. We're, we're still, we're, we're starting to ramble now. Let's yes, keep yes. going. So, okay. so we've got what? the before, we've got the during. What about the after? What about the after? Well, uh, the bio parent, first of all, needs to play a big role here when Mm. when the bio parent gets home and you kind of do a debriefing how the day go if there was a child that was defiant Mm -hmm. that didn't follow through on the instructions Mm -hmm. or was blatantly disrespectful there needs to be a consequence that comes from the bio parent that's right Maybe it's a consequence that the next day they don't get screen time or there's a consequence that they have to do someone else's chores. I don't know what, you know, what you decide decide on that. But But if there is no follow through from the bio parent, the transfer of power is not going to mean anything. It doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If the kids know that it doesn't matter, then there's there's no point in doing it. That's right. But they need to respond appropriately. Mm hmm. And, and step up there yep. with their authority. Yeah, they've got yep. the authority. That's right. Now, 
Other scenarios can happen when a bio parent returns home and learns that something wasn't handled in a way that they agreed with. Yeah, sure. <laughs> maybe maybe something unanticipated happened yeah. and a step parent had to make a decision of how they were going to yeah. handle it. Especially but, if it's around safety. Yeah, I mean, you can't oh, totally. Just, yeah. But but maybe bio parent doesn't agree with the way the step parent handled yeah. it. Yeah. And okay. now in those, what do we do? Well, in those situations in front of the kids agree with yeah. whatever decision step parent made uphold in that it. moment mm-hmm. uphold it remain united that's right then behind closed doors talk about what could be different next time that's right now now that that has happened you've mm-hmm. got something to anticipate right mm-hmm. i mean all kinds of things can be thrown into the mix that totally. you didn't anticipate yeah. but you can still talk it through and decide how you're going to handle it next mm-hmm. time so important what about if uh if you do agree what if you're like wow good i, I really love the way you handled that then what affirm each other <laughs> celebrate yay That's right. high five i don't know if we want to high five about giving a child a consequence well <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that yeah. or even if i was thinking if a step parent just remain cool. Yeah. You know, if the stepchild is pushing all the buttons, pushing all the buttons, pushing all the buttons, and the step parent remain cool and in control and composed, that deserves a celebration. Well, an affirmation anyway. Yes. (laughs) That's a high five moment for me. That's (laughs) good. So, so really a lot of what's happening after then is, is really on the bio parents' shoulders. Yeah. Making sure to follow through with consequences and then making sure that they're honest about, Mm -hmm. well, well, here's what I see and here's what maybe we could try to do differently. How things were handled. Totally. Well, they were gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, step parents, whatever you do, Follow through on that pre-planned me time. Yes. So if you had a plan to go out with your friends for the day or to get a day off on a Saturday or whatever that looks like, and you've agreed on that as a couple, then follow through on that time yes. and just get your batteries recharged Take and enjoy that. Take care of yourself. And once you've done that, then we encourage couples to do, I think the military calls it an action, after action report. Maybe you'll go and you'll break our dating rule about not doing mm-hmm. any any parenting business. <laughs> business, family business over our date night. But maybe you'll plan an actual working date night where you'll have dinner or coffee or something. And I want you to just think through a really simple model that you can review how things went. You can ask this. It's an acronym called WIN, W-I-N. Say what went well. That's a W. Just well. talk about and, and affirm yourselves in that. Then what needs to be improved? Mm-hmm. That's the I, right? right? And what will we do differently next time? That's N next. for next. And so WIN, what went well? What can we improve? What will we do differently next time? That mm-hmm. actually creates a new commitment for you as yeah. you move forward. So here's the bottom line. If you've noticed that when alone time with your stepchild is creating some anxiety or some fear or dread in you, first, I want you to know it's normal. You're not oh, yeah. alone. But don't let that take over and don't just try to wing it hoping for the best because chances are it's not going to go very well. So be intentional about preparing in a way that gives you some hope and be ready for the challenges, what you're going to do during, and then think through how it went and prepare yourself for next time. Believe me, you're never going to regret spending a little time and energy being intentional with all this. Yeah, this could be a great opportunity to build some new bonds with your stepchild totally. when it's done well. And it's actually a great opportunity to build teamwork with your spouse. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. All right. So next week, we're going to talk about another issue that many of us face. It's closely related to this episode. 
And that's when tension exists when you feel like your stepchild is competing with you. They might feel, it might feel like there's this rivalry dynamic going on between you and your stepchild, maybe a competition for power or control, or maybe just time and attention um, with your spouse. So what do you do about that when you feel like you're competing uh, with your stepchild? So we're going to talk about that next week. And uh, that should be really valuable information because a lot of step parents struggle with that. All right, so that's next week, and that's a wrap for today. All right, bye-bye.